Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the Texas A&M Aggies Daily Blitz. I am your host, Indy Cartem. Welcome into the show. Um, welcome to everybody also that's hopped on the uh, subscribe train on our YouTube channel at DSP Media Podcast Network. Thank you so much for growing that channel with us and being a part of it. We appreciate it very much. If you're listening to the audio portion on your favorite podcast app, we ask that you leave us a great review, including over at Spotify, where you can now do uh, reviews for their podcasts. Uh, we would ask that you leave us a great one to help share the program with other Aggies fans out there who are also looking to be entertained and informed. Uh, we thought we would talk a little bit today about the Aggies men's basketball team as they begin the SEC portion of their schedule uh, tomorrow on Tuesday, January 4th. By the way, Happy New Year, everybody. We hope you had a safe one and a good one. And we hope that your new year brings you all that you wished for, all that you hope for, and all that you strive for in 2022. Well, we know that the Aggies are striving for a better 2022 and 2021 season than they had in 2020 when they went eight and ten. And really, what they what we all thought would be a better year under Coach Buzz Williams, but having the COVID thing going on and the schedule just really torn apart uh, by the uh, COVID protocols and restrictions, it's kind of a lost season. I don't put much stock into anything that happened last year, but Coach Williams put enough stock in it to almost turned his entire roster over from 2020. Uh, and it has, it's made an immediate impact. The team right now is 11 and two. They've got just two losses on the season to uh, the first one to a ranked Wisconsin team in the Maui Jim Maui Invitational out there in Las Vegas, a much better team than the Aggies. That was not an ugly loss at all. They played well. Uh, and then most recently they lost to the TCU Horned Frogs uh, down in Houston in a neutral site game. Uh, and TCU is a team that's up and on the rise, a really good team. And I thought the Aggies played really, really well. They just let some poor free throw shooting on the night and some uh, a lot of turnovers. It was a sloppy game by both teams. So I believe the final was 68-64 TCU, but a really sloppy game by both teams. And the Aggies had every opportunity to pull that one out. But like I said, poor free throw shooting there at the end of the game really uh, took that win away from them. But we know that Coach Williams has done everything he can to improve this roster. He's even committed some recruiting violations. Some will call that justified, as uh, many people think that it's just stuff that goes on in every program, really in every sport, I guess, in college, uh, and that it was justified and he, was, he did so rightfully. But whatever it is, whatever he's done, it seems to be working. The Aggies brought in some top transfers, some top recruits. The transfer portal, by the way, is doing wonders for some of these teams, including the Aggies. And these players have made some immediate impacts on the season. If you're looking for individual stars on the team, I don't know that one stands out in particular. Uh, Quentin Jackson leads the team with 13.7 points per game. Uh, he is not even a starter. It's just the way that uh, Coach Williams brings his bench players into the game. He gets fresh players in. Maybe the Aggies' best player is not even one of their five starters in Quentin Jackson. But I love the way that Williams rotates his players in and out, giving everybody an opportunity and having as much fresh, as many fresh legs on the court at any given time as possible. Marcus Williams is second with 10.1 points per game. Tyrese Radford leads the team in rebounds at 5.8. And Williams also leads the team at 3.6 assists per game. Now, the biggest area the Aggies have improved this season is from beyond the arc. Last season, they were an abysmal, th below 
Uh, they were ranked 315 out of 358 teams in three-point shooting. This season, however, uh, they're hitting on 37 and a half of their three-point attempts, and that ranks 33rd out of 358 teams. So the Aggies clearly a team on the rise. Georgia, however, seems to be struggling out of the gate. They're just 5-8 and eight right now, and they've got some pretty bad losses on the season to Wolford, East Tennessee State. Gardner-Webb beat them for the first time in history in uh, their most recent outing, and uh, they just they got all sorts of problems. They've got four or five players that score double digits, but that's really it. They don't have much of a rotation. They don't have much of a bench. They're not very deep, and they're not very good on defense. So uh, the Aggies should have no problem with the Bulldogs. They're in Athens. And uh, t- tomorrow, by the way, tip-off, 6 o'clock Central Time. I think it's on ESPNU if you get that channel. The Aggies and the Bulldogs, 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, as I mentioned, the Bulldogs do have four or five players in double digits. They're led by Braylon Bridges, 12.8 points per game, 5.8 rebounds per game. He also leads the league in re- or the team in rebounds. Aaron Cook leads the team in assists at 6.8 and steals at 1.5. So the Aggies clearly are looking to uh, build on their non-conference schedule at 11-2. and two. And they're out to show really the league, the SEC, that they're they're a new force to be reckoned with in the in the SEC. And I believe they have the talent, they have the coaching, they have the depth, really, to compete in the SEC and to make this a very special year. And it all starts Tuesday in Athens against the Bulldogs. Again, 6 p.m. Central Time, ESPNU. Also, of course, on the Aggies Radio Network. Just uh, look up your local station uh, for all that news. I am IndyCar Tim. We will do it again probably tomorrow. May have some uh, updated football news for you. We're watching the coaching search to replace Mike Elko as the defensive coordinator, among some other things. And uh, always watching the Aggies players that have declared into the NFL draft. We might have some news on that for you this week as well. But I am IndyCar Tim. We appreciate you popping on here with us. We'll do it again tomorrow. And until then, gig them, and we'll see you.